Uh, the Eric Zane Show podcast now underway in the world-famous Big Fraud Studios. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that you were all here. It's another glorious day in the great state of Michigan. A uh, little cool. 60. I love it. You know, I mean, my God. Holy fuck. Absolutely perfect. The rest of the nation is just sweltering. They're making a big deal on TV about, oh my God, Furtis Creek, Death Valley, 128. It's, it's this time of the year. It's that temperature there every day. It has been for a uh, hundred years that hot. Yes. Yes. The planet is getting warmer because we're using shit. We're living, but. Uh, they're really leaning into it right now, but I digress. There's, there's no point in even discussing that now because the big news of the day is that another year has hit where we celebrate on the 18th of July, the union between your old pal, Eric Zane and the then Newly crowned queen of the forest. 31 years ago today. Yo pal easy and the queen of the forest got married. I was 15 years old. That's not true. I was uh, just days after my 22nd birthday. 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 Burst is what I did that night. Kim Lazara is back in the fold, at least for a little bit, until she probably gets annoyed with my uh, completely right comments about COVID. Uh, she says, happy anniversary and my twin son's 20th birthday today. Get those kids in masks. Get some masks on those kids. I know you love masks. <laughs> uh, all right. And Kenny's dad is celebrating a birthday today. That's awesome. A lot of great things happened on the 18th of July. So, uh, yeah, I remember that, man. Oh, my God. We got married in this little teeny tiny church in Richmond, Michigan. I don't even think it's there anymore. Let's get to the proof. Take a look at some pics of the spectacular day when it all went down. Let's see. Okay. So there she is. There is the queen of the forest. Newly crown queen of the forest okay there she was uh 25 she was 25 i was 22 beautiful dress um the teeth look at the teeth they're absolutely perfect for those who don't know let me back up on the story of the teeth On this day, 31 years ago, 
I'm right where she's standing, waiting for her to walk down the aisle. Her father walks her down. I take her hand. Lift her veil. Or somebody, I don't think I lifted the veil. I think dad lifts the veil. I don't know what the tradition is. And I take one look at her. And we're now uh, getting ready to start with the ceremony. She, she takes a look at me and I take a look at her. She's so beautiful. And I said, quote, your teeth look beautiful. Now, she's like, wait a minute. In her, in her head, she's thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? Your teeth look beautiful. Why would you say that? I it I mean, okay, great, but at the same time, I'm this is my wedding day. I'm in I'm in my dress, my the hair is perfect, the makeup is perfect. Your teeth look beautiful. I should probably get her in here at some point to discuss this exact thing. In fact, I'll probably just call her right now. Uh, I think she wanted to kill me. I remember she did like a, a fucking double take at that one. Uh, Ryan says, guys, take notes. Every gal appreciates when you hit hit on them about their teeth. Oh, Hello. You have been- fuck. So afterwards, you know, I'm there getting drunk at the reception and she's like, why did you fucking talk about my teeth? What the fuck is wrong with you? Tyler says, classic line from any groomed was bride on their wedding day. I see no problem. Let's go through a little bit more of the pictures. Oh, no. Holy fuck. Look at me. That is, uh, I, the thing is there, there are good portions of this. Like my eyes, those are. I think my eyes are very unique looking and, and handsome, that, that light green, but that fucking nose. It's like, I think I look better now that I'm old than I did back then. I look like I should be wearing one of those uh, suicide bomb vests and running into Times Square and blowing everybody up in this picture. Holy shit. Reminds me of a young Bronson Pinchot. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing what I see? God. Because I don't look. No, to me, uh, this is a, uh, this is a, a horrible look. The hair looks stupid. I've got these giant teeth. Look at the, my fucking teeth. What an asshole. Uh, Ryan says, my eyes are focusing on your ears for some reason, big fraud. What's going on with your ears? Yeah, you're right. I didn't even pick up on the ears. Kenny says, I loved you and perfect strangers. 
<laughs> Nikki says you grew into your nose like a goat does their ears. Oh, fuck. God damn. Ryan says cuts to night of wedding uh, back to Diana. I just have to have those fucking teeth. Let me at them. Uh, Linda says you resemble Count Chocula just a bit. I'll link these up in the show notes. I think. God. Here we are with our first bite of cake. Uh, replace this cake with my penis later. God. And then here we are. I was bombed in this picture. I think I look more natural there than in uh, this picture. God, what? I I look like a death warmed over. Look at that lighting. That's a horrible picture. One portion of my face is pure white, and then this one's like slightly brown. It's just terrible. That's an awful picture. That one's better. Diana's just so pretty. Oh, my God. And here we are. Here we are. Look at her collarbones forever. Look at how beautiful that is. I love that look. That uh, off the shoulder look. You can see all the articulations on her on her shoulders. It's just beautiful. All right, it's pictures of friends. Hasn't changed a bit, changed a bit, and I'm just so happy. 31 years ago today, oh my God. Can you believe it? Uh... In the picture with the wine, I see Andy Samberg. Tyler says, I think he looks like a stud. Were you hungover on your wedding day? Not the wedding day, but the day after. Yeah. Ryan says, absolute children you were. Happy anniversary. The first picture of Eric is the I'm convinced all of our parents that tonight will be our first time look. Oh, my God. I don't know what the hell she's doing. I want to try to get her in here again. Uh, should be a uh, rip-roaring anniversary bash today. I suspect a trip to the sushi bar. Ryan suggests she's prepping her teeth for me today. Oh, my God. Can't even reach my own wife. You know you're a real loser when your wife won't even pick up your phone calls. I know what he's going to do. Enough of that. Uh, All right. So we are off and running on this uh, this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, Show notes. Tomorrow is another busy, busy day because uh, the Who Are These Justins show is going to debut live. For tier two, $10 a month members on Patreon. Who are these Zanes? Same deal. Live for you to enjoy. Audio, video. And then the Ben and Eric live stream with an audience. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast all goes down tomorrow. We usually get going at about 530 uh, it's a coin toss as to which show will be first. Either who are these Justins or who are these Zanes. Uh, ben got his first taste of uh, Justin yesterday. 
And uh, I sent him the uh, uh, the show, and he goes, God damn, the guy, it's such an unnatural speaking pattern. What he does is he, he'll record his show, and then he will edit the shit out of it, like I indicated to you uh, yesterday. So Ben took a listen to that. I, I wrote to him, here, here you go. I'll be reviewing the first episode. That's about 30 minutes. It's a steaming pile of shit. You're going to want to hang yourself after you hear this. He says, I tried listening and what the fuck? No pauses between words. I go, yep. That's one of the things that I'm going to park on. He way over edits. So bad. My God, dude, what are you doing? Fuck. Hang on. I got to drink this. Uh, crushed it yesterday at Bosco's pub. It was the guy there that, um, when I started working at Bosco's, you know, it gets me out of the house. It's extra money. It's something fun to do. And then they brought in this other guy who can work more than I can. So he ate up all of the hours, this guy, I don't want to say his name, but I had a feeling about him. I had a feeling that I would get a call back because he just seemed like he was going to fuck it up. I just had this, this vibe about this guy. And then, uh, a few weeks ago, I get a phone call. Hey, uh, uh, so-and-so called in sick. Can you, this is like hours before the shift starts. Will you, fi- yeah, yeah, sure. I'll fill in. At that point, I'm thinking to myself, this is it. It when when someone starts calling in, it's over. Then uh last Friday, I was at the huge show on the radio. I get a text. Can you come into work? I go, I can be there at six fifteen. I'll go right from the radio station to visit you. Awesome. Thank you. And I know it's serious. I know something bad had to have happened. And uh, I don't want to get into the details, but uh, yeah, it kind of fell apart for uh, this dude. So uh, that's the end of him. You just can't talk to your boss a particular way. I, I love Doug. I love the whole family. The whole family works there. The Furnesses. And, uh, you, you know, you can't, you can't get too comfortable with the boss. You got to understand at the end of the day, he's still the boss still owns the place. You can't talk to him like shit. Okay. So when I heard it, when I heard it went down, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to deal with that. Well, I got your back. Don't worry about it. So uh, back at it yesterday, I love being over there. I love hanging out there. It is so much fun. And then um, after we murder yet another dinner service, I sit down and beat the fuck out of Doug and Trivia. They've got trivia on the thing. You just log into the, the deal, and then we just sit there, and and, uh, and I just beat the shit out of Doug, which drives him crazy. Uh, always a good time. I want to see. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday of this week. So I'm excited about that. Um, the problem though is my fucking knee was killing me. All right. This is not like cured and just standing there working. It started to bark at me. So, uh, I started to like do my little, fucking knees over toes exercises any chance I could. And that helped quite a bit, 
But then by the time I got home, oh my God, I couldn't even sleep. It hurt so bad. This is going to be a long process. And I think it might be just for the rest of my life. I don't think I'm ever going to be 100% cured of this. I think this is going to be like just a management thing, pain management going forward. Um, to me, nothing is secure. All I'm trying to do is make it through each day without an overabundance of pain, you know? Um, took my uh, extra uh, strength Tylenol off to bed, and then I'm laying there. Now, you would think that this would be the time that it wouldn't hurt, but for some reason, when I'm laying down, it's just like a heartbeat in it. And I was like, fuck, I could not get comfortable. It just would not stop hurting. I'm like, come on. What is it? How is it? How is it hurting the most now when I'm laying in bed? Jesus. Uh, this show is heard each and every morning at about this same time. Heard and seen in several spots. But the one place that you can get the entire show uninterrupted, the only place, is on Twitch. So download the Twitch app. Okay, search for it on the App Store, whatever, uh, Google Play, whatever the fuck it is on the Android deals. Uh, search for Twitch, download it, and then uh, search Eric Zane Live, all one word, and follow the page. You'll know when I go live. That way you can get the entire show, all two hours of it, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Time, uninterrupted. You can play it through your uh, Bluetooth in your vehicle when you're riding to work or whatever the fuck. And uh, you can dim the screen too. So uh, there you go twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. I make it available on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube so that uh, hopefully if people see it there, they can then head on over to Twitch because I don't give you the full show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. So there you go. That's uh, that's how I do this. As well, if you ever want to reach out, Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. If you or someone you know in their business or, or whatnot needs a parking lot striped, go to Shoreliners, all one word, Shoreliners, it's a made-up word, striping.com. Okay. So I'm now kicking you folks out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by... Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Uh, Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Thank you so much. Uh, Donko says, stop running on it, stupid. Mm, you see, yesterday I, I didn't have any pain from running on it because I didn't run. Because I was I was on my feet, but I wasn't running or anything. You know, come on, give me a break. Not an idiot. Corey suggests switching to an elliptical. Again, I'm not I'm not out breaking any records. I'm just trying to get usage of the knee here. Walking on it, light jog, strength building. It's definitely improved. Uh, just because, uh, you know, I'm experiencing knee pain doesn't mean, doesn't mean that I'm out running a marathon. 
I'm, uh, I'm doing various uh, rehab-type exercises to help me, which actually do help me. When I was at Bosco's doing those exercises on my breaks, help me get through the day. That's the only time I feel good is when I'm exercising. Trust me, you guys don't know. I went to Rick from TC Paintball for the best medical advice. Rick can do no wrong in my eyes, except for yesterday's suggestion that you must discipline a dog no matter what. Kim Lazara, uh, making her presence known, says there's a strip club in Emmett, Michigan named Bosco's. Ryan says, I always wondered how or why people get addicted to opioids. Perhaps this is their origin. Oh, God, you know, I never thought of that. I hope that's not the case with your old pal EZ. Um, all right, I haven't. I want to talk a little bit about... Um, there's more going on, it seems like, with uh, the story of uh, Carly Russell. This is the lady near Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, on Friday... She was driving down the road and she called 911 and said there's a toddler walking down the road with a diaper on. And then while she was on the phone, either with 911 or or another person, uh, the person on the other end of the line heard her scream. Eventually, when they got over there, the toddler was never found. There was no reports of any toddlers missing. And... That was the only idea that there was a toddler even out there was her saying that and, and no Carly Russell car left running all of her belongings on the inside of it. Um, I think her cell phone turned up near that area, like on the ground and she's gone. So you know how, you know the deal, there's a whole vigil, mom and dad are on TV saying, oh my God, please be on the lookout for Carly. And then 48 hours later, she shows up at mom and dad's house and and says, hey, I'm home. Now, um, I don't know what it is about this story, but I think it's, I think it's because it's very, very buttoned up. Everyone has a button lip about this story as to what happened. People are keeping their mouths shut, but the truth is going to come out uh, as to what happened to Carly Russell. Now, they're being so coy about it, family members and and whatnot, as people are trying to find out what happened, that it, it tends to, as that go, continues to percolate like that, it makes one... On this, you know, people like me who have a cynical nature think that there's more to this than just someone abducted her. Um, she's been talking to authorities, and uh, there's no talk about her injuries, if any, any of the circumstances. All we know is that she walked into mom and dad's house, and they were overjoyed, and. We don't know anything. Why? Why is it taking so long to expand on the information about Carly Russell? 
I saw an interview on the Today Show this morning, and uh, mom and dad were talking. And the second the reporter talked about anything concerning what had happened, they're like, oh, we, we cannot talk about this. We cannot talk about this. And uh, I don't know what the fuck they're waiting for. I mean, if there is a person who abducted this woman and hurt her, you definitely want to get out in front of that and say, look, be on the lookout for, I mean, she, Carly Russell would be able to provide uh, a description of what this person looked like so that the rest of the uh, uh, area of Birmingham, Hoover, Alabama uh, would be on the lookout for kind of car description of the perpetrator and on and on and on. Now, what no one else is really saying, which I'll say here, either that happened or she's fucking crazy, which 100% of the population of the United States is deep down inside thinking went on here. Now, I may be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But. The lack of a description of a suspect tells me that this is a bunch of bullshit. There she is with her boyfriend. Stevie says the whole thing seems fishy to me. Maureen says Linda will get to the bottom of this when she's here next week. Uh, Linda herself adds, I think the cops not saying anything hints that there was no kidnapper or toddler. Kenny says BS meter definitely went off when hearing the story. Ryan says a more from yesterday's low budget news team. The low budget news team yesterday was so terrible. My God. Uh, all right. So as this story starts to progress, the boyfriend, uh, who disappeared last week after reporting, seeing a toddler walking along the interstate, suggested, suggested she had been kidnapped in a social media post Sunday, announcing her safe return quote. She was literally fighting for her life for 48 hours. So until she's physically and mentally stable again, she is not able to give any updates or whereabouts on her kidnapper at this very moment. Said Thamar Latrell Simmons in an Instagram post Sunday afternoon. All I ask from everyone right now is to be respectful of Carly's situation. So Thamar says that because he had to add that at the end, be respectful and no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Um, because this smells like a big steaming pile of shit. That's why he had to add that in there because people are already starting to not be respectful. Uh, it's unclear if Simmons claims came directly from Russell, her family or officials, and no one has given odd detail about her disappearance in public posts or statements to date. Law enforcement has been uh, quiet on the investigation and has provided little insight into what happened to Russell 
after uh, Thursday evening. Could this be a, ju- a Juicy Smoulier, the uh, French actor? As we continue to investigate, we will release information that is determined to be factual and pertinent to the public. Hoover, Alabama police said in a statement Sunday afternoon, police added that they had not received any calls of someone missing a child. You see, that's that's the cops putting their toe in the water by pointing out, yep, we haven't uh, heard about anyone's toddler walking down a street. No one has reported a missing child, which you you would get that call if, you know, it were true. The, the department did not respond to Yahoo News's request for comment. So if this goes on much longer and uh, people are uh, uh, doing what I'm doing, start to get a little bit more bold and ask questions and uh, things like that, you, you then will see uh, the racism element will then creep into this one. Somehow people will make this about uh, people who are doing what I'm doing right this second as being racist, which is bullshit. Uh, Simmons post offers the first piece of possible insight into Russell's sudden disappearance on Thursday. We're talking about the, uh, the boyfriend, which sparked national headlines in a statewide search before she returned alone to her family's home late Saturday. In another post, Russell's mother shared the relief of her daughter's safe return. Our baby is safe. Talitha Robinson Russell wrote in a Facebook post Sunday afternoon and thanks supporters for their generosity and compassion. Please consider the fact that we have not slept for three nights and we are mentally and physically exhausted. We do want to ask for privacy at this time to allow us to uh, just love on our daughter and each other with our close family and friends. Well, that's wonderful. You can go ahead and have a family reunion, but at the same time, uh, there is a, a bloodthirsty kidnapper on the prowl could we please get some information so we can bring this person to justice and keep the uh, general public safe because of what you do what you describe we would we wouldn't want anything bad to happen to anyone else uh thursday 9 30 p.m russell driving home after picking up dinner when she called 911 to report she saw a young boy in a diaper now, listen, I am saying for the record, I think this is all bullshit. And if I am wrong, I will never speak of it again. Just so you know, that's how you do things. Commit to what no one else will commit to. And then when you're right, go see. And then when you're wrong, which happens all the time, you just, Shut up and move on to the next story. When you have a uh, a loser podcast like mine, you can you can pull shit off like that. Afterward, Russell called her brother's girlfriend while she allegedly approached the child to ask if he was okay. The girlfriend never heard the child say anything. Instead, she heard Russell scream and then lost contact with her, hearing only traffic in the background. So the idea then would be she's walking up to a baby to talk to the kid who's walking along the side of the road, which, by the way, uh, I would think that someone else driving along the side of the road, if you're hearing the cars pass, 
on this high profile case would have seen what is being described there that this other person on the other side of the phone is hearing. Yeah, I saw her walking up to the kid. We don't know. Russell, who graduated with a bachelor's degree in psychology from Auburn, was taking uh, nursing classes at a community college. I'd just gotten off of her part-time job at a spa in Birmingham. Three minutes later, police showed up. They found the car door open, the engine running, the phone on the ground, alongside her hat and wig. Soon, local, state, and federal agencies offered assistance and resources to aid in the search for her using drones and nearby traffic video footage. I guess a lot of that was caught on traffic video footage. I don't know if it was the actual moment that I was just describing to you. Then she came home. Treated and later released. For many observers on social media, Russell's safe return is evidence as of what can happen when the same amount of media coverage is given to black women as other demographics. So I guess people are saying, you see, when you pay attention, they come home safe. Is that what they're suggesting? In a 2016 study, Missing White Woman Syndrome, attorney and legal scholar Zach Summers found that when black people are missing, their disappearances generate far fewer stories than those of people in other groups. All right. At any given time, there are tens of thousands of Americans categorized as missing by law enforcement, Summers wrote. However, only a fraction of those individuals receive news coverage, leading some commentators to hypothesize that missing persons with certain characteristics are more likely to garner media attention than others, namely white women and girls. So the, I guess the idea here would be like the news media was all over this one. You know, okay. Hey, we got a live one. There's a black woman missing. And uh, the way the culture is, the last thing we want to do right now here in the newsroom is be just, is be accused of not giving a shit because there's a missing black woman. So get on it. So, from this, from that point forward, you know, this could be a blessing and a curse. Because if this is the bullshit that I think it is, they're going to be like, oh, fuck. We finally got news coverage and it's a, a lady who's fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and uh, she didn't really get kidnapped. God damn it. <laughs> Just our luck. Son of a bitch. Why couldn't she really have been abducted? Motherfucker. Yeah. Finally, people get on board with a black person missing. And it's fucked up. And all that does is, is uh, uh, burns it more into the, into the brains of the, of the far right. Say, oh, no, see what happens. And then the media is like, we tried, we tried to do the right thing. And the crazy bitch isn't even fucking kidnapped. This is all stupid. You realize that grain of salt, always grain of salt from your old pal EZ. But I still think this is bullshit. I don't think anybody laid a hand on this woman. 
Maybe they did. And again, if someone did, you will never hear another word of this. But this is what everybody is thinking. Everybody is thinking that this woman was not abducted. All right. What do you think? Uh, radio voice lit us as though she went to Auburn. That explains a lot. Hashtag roll tide. Oh, shut up. Uh, Linda brought up, okay, if there is a kidnapper on the loose, um, you know, she's going to be there, but she said that they should announce to the public, uh, to the public, there is this, there is a kidnapper on the loose. Oh my God. I think the silence that we're hearing right now is the most telling thing about this. Like the, like the cops are not making a, uh, uh, saying, Hey, be on the lookout for this person. You know, remember the, uh, in the, in the Jesse Smollett thing, he's like, Oh yeah, I was walking down the street, 2 AM getting ready to go to subways five below zero. Two guys walked up to me with MAGA baseball hats and said, empire. Hey, aren't you that, that fucker from empire? That great bit by Dave Chappelle. So awesome. God. I love that bit. Yeah, Nerd and Juicy Smouillet, the famous French actor. I kind of want to hear it. It's about a five-minute bit. Audio check. Video check. of being attacked happens to just afraid of being attacked happens to the best ones. Don't ever forget what happened to that French actor. You know what I'm talking about? Juicy Smouillet. He's a very French, very famous French actor. Very French. I love it. Juicy Smouillet. I love as they figure it out, the laughter starts to get louder and louder. Juicy Smouillet is an actor from France. <laughs> this segment happened right at the height of that drama. And, and he became famous on a show called Empire. One night, he was in Chicago late at night and was the victim. <laughs> he was the victim of a racist and homophobic attack. You see, Juicy Smouillet is gay and he is black, not just French. Oh, it was a crazy story. Apparently, when he was walking down the street late at night, two white men came out of the shadows uh, with MAGA hats on, beat him up, tied a rope around his neck, called him all kinds of niggas, and, and put some bleach on him and ran off into the night. <laughs> this shit was like international news. And everybody was 
furious, especially in Hollywood. It's all over everybody's Twitter feed and Instagram page. Justice for Juicy and all this shit. <laughs> the whole country was up in arms. He was talking about it all the time on the news. And, and for some reason, uh, African Americans, we were like oddly quiet. <laughs> we were so quiet about this shit that the gay community started accusing the African American community of being homophobic for not supporting him. What they didn't understand is that we were supporting him with our silence. <laughs> because we understood that this nigga was clearly lying. God. None of these details added up at all. He said he's walking down the street in Chicago and, and, and uh, white dudes come up to him and say, hey man, aren't you that faggot nigger from Empire? The uh, uh, fuck? Does that sound like how white people talk? No white people. They don't talk like that. Are you that faggot nigga from Empire? They would never say that. It sounds like something that I would say. <laughs> if you're racist and homophobic, you're not even gonna know who this nigga is. You can't watch Empire. Black people never feel sorry for the police, but this time we even felt sorry for the police. Can you imagine if you was a police veteran taking this kid's police report? Okay, Mr. Smoulier, please tell me what happened. All right, 2 a.m. You left the house at 2 a.m. It's minus 16 degrees. All right. You were walking, you were walking. And, and where were you going? Subway. Sandwiches? That's when the men approach you? Did you see them? Do you have any? Okay, what, what do they have on? MAGA hats! MAGA hats on in Chicago? Excuse me one second, Mr. Smoulier. Frank, come here for a second. Find out where Kanye West was last night. Fuck yes. Every time I watch that, it's like the fucking first time I watch that. God, is that spectacular. Tyler says, I love Chappelle. He's an absolute national treasure. Kim says, LOL, justice for Juicy. Kyle says, if you don't think Chappelle is funny, you need to be banished from this planet. All right. Anyway. Um, when it comes to this story, I don't know, man. I got a bad feeling about this one. Carly Russell. And then the whole uh, the whole prospect of finally, if you're the black community, this would be so terrible because you finally got a 
plenty of media coverage. You got the most media coverage. And it's another catastrophe like Juicy Smoulier. Now, I, I hope it's not like that. I hope I'm just being a fucking idiot. And no, wait, I take it back. I mean, it it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if, if it's like, um, if I had to choose between a kidnapper being on the loose and, and a toddler right now is gone and missing somewhere. I mean, that's a terrible thing. And, uh, that's the last thing you would want. So it's either one of two things. An abductor is on the loose in Birmingham, Alabama, who, uh, has a toddler too, or it's bullshit of the two things you would want it to be bullshit because that would mean that the public is in, is in no danger, you know? So which one is it? And then you add in the cops are mum, The family is mum. I don't think it's that much of a leap at all to assume what, you know, that this is bullshit. I don't think that at all. So that's what's up with Carly Russell. Uh, thank you to the latest person who signed up on Patreon. That would be Mary M. Mary signed up for a free trial. Thank you. Uh, that is a seven day free trial. I appreciate you so much. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Now she'll be able to hang out with us. Uh, watching who are these Justins, who are these Zanes, and the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast all coming up tomorrow. Today, I have Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer trivia with Dale at 10.30 Eastern time. Sign up for Patreon for free for seven days. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and live stream of today's show is uh, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Uh, The folks at Blue Frost IT want you to take the Blue Frost Challenge. You're like, what is that? Is that like the Pepsi challenge? Great reference. No, no. So if you have a business or you work for someone who has a business or you know someone who has a business, it's very, very important that their IT be up to current standards. You're running old IT. You need updates. Maybe your equipment is piss poor, worn out. Uh, eventually your IT will crack on you. You don't want that. But what you should do is sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation to see how you can upgrade investing in your own business. Uh, That's free. You just uh, reach out to Blue Frost IT and take the Blue Frost Challenge. Alan will come to your business, sit down and interview you for about 30 minutes, maybe 15, depending on the complexities, and determine what you need to upgrade. 616-200-8550. 616-200-8550. Last thing you want to be doing is uh, running old gear uh, that does not update anymore, that isn't supported. So reach out to Blue Frost IT and get started there. 616-200-8550. If you're like, okay, yes, let's upgrade. 
Uh, you then buy your stuff. He makes all the recommendations. You buy it, and then he helps you set it up. Because the last thing you want to do is, if you're running a business, is take you take the time to set all that shit up. Time is money, for God's sake. Alan will do it all for you and get you up and running, and then uh, encourage you to sign up as a uh, customer of the managed IT service provider branch of Blue Frost IT, making sure that your tech is constantly uh, under the uh, appropriate, um, well, gives you the appropriate surveillance. I don't want to make it seem like they're spying on you, but uh, watching over your stuff, looking for viruses and uh, checking for updates, things like that. Blue Frost IT at 616-285-50. That way, if you have any problem, you reach out to Blue Frost IT as your managed IT service provider, and they can fix it in a snap just by remoting in. That's what they do for me, and they should do it for you and your business as well. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling. That would be Joe Martinez and his crew, 616-516-8579. If uh, you have not ever gotten your AC tuned up, this is a huge mistake. I realize uh, we're making our way through summer, but that's still a perfect time. Um, You want to have it working as uh, efficiently as possible, your AC. If you don't get that thing cleaned and serviced each year, you're running the risk of it, uh, well, at the uh, at the least, just running poorly and costing you money and energy costs. Or at the worst, it breaking down. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay, moving on. Um, in our beloved Ottawa County, uh, of course, uh, the county commission has made so much noise since uh, being installed in January after the November election in which they caught everybody asleep at the wheel and uh, garnered a good portion of the vote in order to win six seats uh, with the from the group Ottawa Impact. There are 11 seats on this commission. Six of them by this one group, powered by a local pack, and uh, they won. And that's brought about a number of uh, questionable changes that um, they have installed, including blowing up the diversity, equity, and inclusion office, changing the name of the uh, community community slogan from "Where You Belong" to "Let Freedom Ring," and um, numerous other items that have caught a lot of people off guard. And uh, made had people scratching their heads. A lot of national attention about the organization. Not to mention um, trying to do away with the um, lady who runs the health department, Adeline Hambly, 
They tried to fire her, and uh, she was able to put the brakes on that through uh, a a court effort. That's still in limbo. Uh, they wanted to bring in their own guy, Nathaniel Kelly, who works for an AC, a heating and cooling company. I think, I don't know exactly what the details of that guy's job is. I don't know if he is like Joe Martinez setting up air conditioners. Um, There's been rumors about what he does, but, um, and some questions about his credibility. If he has what it takes to be like the health director. Um, There've been various attempts to try to get this Adeline Hambly fired. The health director was installed under the last um, organization, the last commission, which uh, those commissioners were also Republicans, but they weren't Ottawa Impact Republicans. So this group takes over and uh, they start fucking changing shit and everything's been all fucked up since we've covered this extensively. In fact, uh, next Tuesday is another Ottawa County Commission meeting where all the wackos will speak public comment. That spawned a show on Patreon for me called Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists? It's awesome. Great entertainment. Well, now, with a six to five majority on the commission, these people um, have been able to do a lot of things uh, because of the majority on the commission. However, six months after they were uh, installed, that is when you can file a petition to have a member recalled. And in District 2 of Ottawa County, uh, a lady by the name of Lucy Ebel, there is a recall petition against her. She was the lady who had that ridiculous press conference out in front of the county building when she was yelling out, Jesus is Lord over Ottawa County. And all the brainwashed morons around her go, Jesus is Lord for Ottawa County. And she's like, got him to chant it. It was really weird, man. Well, there's a dude named Larry Jackson. He's the one who filed the petition to recall Ebel based on a vote that she made about this health director, Adeline Hambly. Now, I don't know shit about fuck. Okay. Uh, Stolen from Ruth from uh, uh, Ozarks. Great line. I don't know shit about fuck. But... Uh, This guy, Jackson, I guess he followed all the rules and uh, applied for the recall and such. And there's like 20 20 some odd steps that you have to uh, take in order to make a a recall stick. And and, uh, they just got by another one of the rules uh, or the procedures just the other day um, saying that they can go forward and now get their signatures, which they don't need a lot of signatures. Uh, that district, I think I have it right, where in District 2, you have to be able to get 25% of the number of people that voted in the gubernatorial election, the most recent gubernatorial election. So in in that, in that district, so that's like 2,500 names. Now, the people that are doing the recall, they've got like 200 volunteers who will be banging on doors in the district to get those signatures. Some of which you're going to go on someone's porch and say, Hey, I'm collecting signatures for the recall of Lucy Ebel. And the door that you're banging on, they're going to be like, fuck you. I love Lucy Ebel. 
Um, the idiots uh, that are involved with keeping her from being recalled have said, oh, this is racist. It's because she's Latina. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's, it's, it's nothing it, even close to that. But anyway, so if you need 2,500 signatures and there's 200 people doing it, that means each one of those 200 has to get 12 and a half signatures. So they'll have no problem getting the signatures, probably like now. I think they can start collecting now. But, okay, in fairness, and I, I don't want you to, because I... I try to keep it above board. I mean, I'm, I'm an asshole most of the time and I, and I can't stand Lucy Ebel and I can't stand Ottawa impact, but this guy, Larry Jackson, he's kind of a fuck up too. This is the guy who's filing the petition. And I'm like, why are you filing the petition of all people? You seem like kind of a fucking dickhead too. Um, Let's see. First of all, let me get into the first part of the story. Uh, the recall effort will move forward. Organizers can start collecting signatures. 2,500 by mid-September. That's going to be a piece of cake. Larry Jackson started it. I think Larry Jackson ran for public office and lost once as a Democrat. Uh, Larry says, uh, we're pleased that the election commission agreed that our petition language is clear and factual, and we're excited and ready to move forward with getting signatures. He says, Lucy evil is too extreme for Ottawa County. And we're confident that there are thousands of voters in district two who agree. I wish we could do away with saying too extreme though. It just sounds stupid. All right. See anything more? Ottawa County is historically conservative, but there are limits to what the voters will accept. The group trying to get the uh, that's putting the recall effort forth. Um, Evil's allegiance to the Ottawa Impact Pact that elevated her into office has done a disservice disservice to those living in the second district. The petition refers to a four-hour meeting where commissioners voted six to five to revise a December 2022 resolution that appointed health officer Adeline Hambly. Uh, The recall petition states, on February 28th, 2023, Ebel voted for a motion to correct the previous Board of Commissioners' December 22 resolution that appointed Hambly as... See, the commissioner's trying to, like, uh, reverse what the previous uh, board did by making... Hambly, the administrative officer, they couldn't fire her legally. So now they're trying to say that the previous board uh, fucked up when they did it. Okay. In an effort to get Hambly out and bring in the HVAC repairman to take over her job. Jackson says that uh, by not following the law regarding the process for removing Hambly, Commissioner Ebel harmed her constituents with her vote, justifying an attempt to recall her from her seat. The petition goes on to say. And the election board agreed and said, yep, you may proceed. 
Uh, at the time, the board claimed the December resolution incorrectly omitted that Hambly needed to be approved by the Board of Commissioners. It said the action was simply to make the resolution accurate. It's entirely pr- appropriate to have the record reflect the actual words of the commissioners who passed the resolution, said Commissioner Sylvia Rodea of District 8 in February. Hambly sued in early February. The lawsuit is still working its way through the Court of Appeals. And then there was this... Uh, uh, organization of Latinos, Latinas, Proposito, Michigan, that said, oh, it's racism. And th- that's a that's a shill organization, too. I saw a terrific article about how uh, actual constituents, Latinos and Latinas, are like, no, she doesn't represent any of us. No one even knew Lucy Ebel was Latina until she told us. She's just using, and that, that's kind of died out, too. Nobody's even talking about that anymore. But, Larry Jackson, this is the dude, Larry Jackson. Look at him. He's all smiles here. At the county clerk, when he's got his little fucking petition or whatever the fuck, uh, he feels good about life when he filed the recall petition. But a local organization that is... um aligns with Ottawa impact this website restore Ottawa on their Substack, uh, posted an article about Larry Jackson. Now, again, this is a, a website that's on the far right with Ottawa impact, but they do point out facts. These are things about this guy, uh, uh, this Larry Jackson. Um, when he was running for, a government office, a public office. I think it was, I forget what it was. It'll, it'll say it in the article, the Holland Sentinel, which is a very left leaning, uh, publication was not on board with this guy as a democratic candidate because he was all fucked up. And this is what they had to say about this dude, Larry Jackson. Um, according to the Restore Ottawa Substack. Ottawa County Commissioner Lucy Evil is a target of a recall. A clarity and factual hearing with the County Elections Committee scheduled for July 17th, which that went forward. It was accepted. And uh, signatures are now being gathered. Who is behind the recall? According to public comment giving, uh, given during the July 11th Ottawa County Commissioner's meeting, the petitioner is Larry Jackson. Jackson has an interesting history as explained by the public comment included below. I don't want to play it, but I'll just read it. My comment is about the Lucy Ebel recall petition, and I support Mrs. Ebel. The petitioner is Larry Jackson. He's funded by Act Blue, treasurer of the Ottawa County Democrats, and the failed Democrat candidate for the 86th Michigan House seat. Without irony, he claims that he represents a coalition of voters from all political parties and that evil and Ottawa impact are too extreme for Ottawa County. Let's talk about too extreme. The Democrat-friendly Holland Sentinel wrote an article in 2022 titled Report Reveals Past Arrests Lewd Posts from 86th District Candidate Larry Jackson. Of all the people who's filing the petition, why did you go with the guy who has all of this shit on him. If you're going to file a petition, 
I mean, it's the optics of it. True, it doesn't really matter, I guess, who files it, but it's, if you want to have, why have a fucking idiot file the petition? And he clearly is. Jackson was arrested for carrying a concealed weapon without a permit in Virginia Beach. It was back in, it was 18 years ago, 2005, to which he pleaded guilty. Also found guilty of public drunkenness in Hampton County, Virginia that year. Now, I don't know, though. I mean, yes, that's a fucking idiotic thing to do, but I'm a little bit... I need some more recent. I need recent shit. 18 years ago, I mean, fuck, I did some fucked up shit many years ago. And if you knew about, you would, you'd hate me. And I wouldn't want you to hate me because I feel like today I'm different than when I was when I did fucked up shit that you don't know about. Uh, so I don't know if we can necessarily, I, okay. At the very least, I need to talk to Larry Jackson publicly. I need to interview Larry Jackson and say, look, dude, I support what you're doing. And there's more. I'll get to it. But you're, it seems to me like you did many retarded things years ago. What the fuck happened? And why, why should, I mean, can you, can you put a finer point on this to at least make me feel good about saying, yeah, I can get behind Larry Jackson because as it is, I would have a hard time getting by a guy who's a perpetual fuck up. Uh, in 2012, I'm sorry, in 2008, Jackson pleaded guilty to a Dewey in Virginia Beach, found guilty of disorderly conduct in Norfolk. Do I say Norfolk or Norfolk? I think it's Norfolk. He also had eight separate charges of driving with a suspended license over a six-year period while in Virginia. Come on, man. In 2012. Jackson was charged with providing officers with a fraudulent ID. He was a big fraud. Big fraud Jackson. BFJ. He pleaded guilty to one charge. In addition to the past criminal charges, several social media posts from Jackson in 2012 and 2013 containing lewd content. Well, I don't know if that's a problem. Who gives a fuck if it gets lewd content? I I, I have lewd content every fucking time I talk. Anti-women and anti-Hispanic messaging have surfaced. I'd need to see it. I'd need to determine. Because I say anti-women and I don't know if I say anti-Hispanic. No, I I do. I I talk about Joe Joe Martinez. He'll bend you over the pinata. Those are jokes. So, I mean, I say fucked up shit all the time. I would have to see the context because all the shit that I say, that's lewd, anti this, anti that, unless you're an outsider, just showing up on my page, you realize that it's all stupid and must be taken with a grain of salt because it's silly and supposed to be a joke. But if Larry's saying it from a position of hate and disdain and actual disgust, which, you know, I don't have any in my heart. Uh, well, that's different. This is all stuff that requires a more requires more of a conversation. So I'm not going to sit here and with uh, a blanket coverage, just assume that Larry Jackson is great because he wants Lucy evil out. I mean, she's a psycho too, in my opinion, but Jackson is a fucking moron. It seems 
The uh, Restore Ottawa Substack goes on to say, so who is too extreme? Uh, extreme. Extreme. God damn it. The proverbial idiom. And then they say, the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. All right. You didn't have to say that. I mean, because as far as black people go, this guy is super black. Well, anyway, uh, Joe Martinez says, no, I do. When you call me after hours, uh, Maureen says, here's what I don't understand. Why aren't people in the other districts trying to get the other Ottawa impact commissioners recalled, try and get more of them out of there. I, I don't know. I would guess people just haven't done the legwork to file. It's like a job. I mean, if you file a petition to recall someone, um, you have to, it's, it's like a, a, a big commitment. It's not just, ah, well recall them. And then it's just done. Um, you, you have to, uh, not only file the re you have to do your homework about why, and you have to uh, make your claim. And then if you are successful in making your claim, you got to go ahead and uh, gather up supporters. So I don't know how simple it is to get somebody recalled. He seems to think that what she voted on was not above board. So I don't know if it's pure laziness on the public when it comes to the, the like, why didn't somebody try to get Joe Moss recalled or uh, uh, one of the other idiots in there? I don't know who they are. Aram says, is Larry Jackson the man who Eric is going to interview? Well, I reached out to him. I said, hey, I want to interview you. And he said, I can't do it right now. But he needs to be interviewed. And frankly, I I mean, I'd be completely fair with him. It's like, so explain this shit to me. How can I? I mean, if he's like, uh, if his, if it's clear his his mind has changed and he's not an idiot anymore. You know, you do the old sniff test. You talk to him. Does it smell like, uh, does it seem like bullshit? Ryan says, quote, vote big fraud Zane for Ottawa County Commission. I don't know shit about fuck. Chris says, it's always these extremists that want to run the show. Either side. I don't know if Larry Jackson's an extremist, but I know that he's got a lot of fucked up shit in his past and uh, examples of terrible judgment on the record. So I don't know if that means you don't go ahead with the recall. I mean, well, it doesn't. It's we Anybody can do a recall, and he's done the necessary work to get her recalled. I don't know if... Larry Jackson in the past being a dipshit. I think these are two entirely different things. I mean, he's all already been held accountable for all of the bullshit that he's put people through. All right. I don't know if that runs, if that intersects at all with what's going on with Lucy evil. 
I do think, though, that Lucy Ebel um, will be recalled, not so much for what she's done or hasn't done. It's because the people in District 2 um, don't want to have that Ottawa Impact majority anymore. They, they, they want that weeded out of their local county government, which is never supposed to be this dramatic. But these fucking wacko Bible-thumping assholes are trying to make it about that. Drew says Eric would have everyone wearing masks again. Kind of liked the masks, though. It made people who aren't attractive look attractive. Walking through Meyer with the mask on, and you just see people's eyes, because you can you can have someone with a disgusting face, but they actually have attractive eyes. I saw so many people who, if the full if the mask revealed their full face, uh, they're so ugly I, uh, that if I looked at them, I'd turn into a pillar of salt. But with the mask on, their eyes were actually pretty. Ryan, Kyle Ryan says, could we file a petition to have smug beer fired? I don't think that would work. All right. So that's the update. See, I was trying to be fair there. I was reading directly from a uh, Substack from an Ottawa Impact supporter. And that's fucking great. I, I love the fact that they brought all that shit up. I did not know any of that. In, uh, in fact, it was a, uh, a member of a, um, a recall Ottawa County Commission um, page that tipped me off that Larry Jackson is kind of a shithead. Your old pal EZ is always fair. Always. I may be an asshole, but I'm fair. Sometimes. Occasionally. I have to go potty. Stay right there, and I will be back. All right, all right, all right. Something special about uh, Pooh Bear being here. When Pooh Bear is here, it makes my life easier. I can just go down and say, hey, can you let the dogs out? Let the dogs out. Uh, Try to get her on again. Talk about the big uh, festivities today, 31 years. It's not that long, though. When it gets to be 50 or 60, then I... I think this will set a record if it goes to voicemail for the third time. Of course, she's letting the dog out, so she may not have her phone with her. Oh, my God. Hello. You have reached out. All right. I'm going to give it five more minutes. I'm going to try again. And if it doesn't work, then it's clear she's having an affair. Tyler says you're interrupting jammy time. You're not kidding. You are not kidding. So the story about the real life castaway is going around. I love this one. Oh my God, this dude, some dude, uh, an Australian man. I think he's got a ton of cash. He went on like a uh, sailing trip on a catamaran, just him and his dog. He left somewhere from like the Baja Peninsula of Mexico. And then the shit hit the fan and everything stopped working 
and uh, on the uh, on on the catamaran, and and uh, he suddenly he he's stranded, and no one knows where he is. And then he's like everybody thought he was dead because he was out to sea for three months. Oh my God, this is incredible. Check this out. His dog have been rescued off the coast of Mexico after spending three months at sea. A fishing trawler spotted Timothy Shaddock's catamaran by chance and moments before a storm was about to hit. Okay, can I get your name, please? Uh, Tim Shaddock. Okay, where are you from? I'm from Australia. He looks a little bit worse for wear, but he's alive. They did a side-by-side on the Today Show this morning of this guy next to, like, uh, Tom Hanks in Castaway. It's like, outside of the hat, they look the same. Sydney man Tim Shaddock and his dog Bella safe. His his dog was with him for three months. Him and his dog were on the catamaran for three months. He said, I've just got fishing gear and survival gear. A tuna trawler stumbling across the catamaran in the middle of the Pacific Ocean by sheer luck. And once on board, Timothy Shaddock began sharing a truly remarkable tale of survival at sea. Been through a, um, a very difficult ordeal at sea um, and uh, I'm just needing rest and good food. Um, because I've been alone at sea a long time. His grown-out beard and obvious weight loss paint only the beginning of this story. I have not had food, enough food for a long time. Timothy departed La Paz in Mexico three months ago, bound for French Polynesia. One month in, bad weather struck down his catamaran, wiping out all electronics on board. For two months, Tim and his dog Bella survived on rainwater and raw fish. Until two days ago, by chance, a tuna trawler's helicopter spotted Tim's catamaran from the air and sent the ship to his rescue. He's conscious, he's chatty, and he's eating small meals, Timothy's specialist doctor told Nine News. The physician is working with the captain on board the trawler to provide medical care. I have very good medicine. I'm being looked after very well. While he needs food and rest, the sailor hasn't suffered any major illness or injury, and he protected himself from serious sunburn by hiding under a canopy on board his catamaran. The doctor comparing Timothy's tale to Tom Hanks' castaway. That's what I was talking about. (laughs) Holy shit. It's impossible to miss the uncanny similarity. The journey back to land is a slow one. The trawler is now... Boy, how hot is this chick? ...making its way across the Pacific and en route to Mexico, where Timothy will be met with further medical assistance and the sheer relief of being back on solid ground. Okay, thank you, sir. We hope to stay in land very quickly. I don't don't think there could be any unattractive uh, Australian women based on the accent. I just want to have sex with their accent. Uh, Ryan... Says, did they find his volleyball? Shut up. Is the dog named Wilson, says Bob. You shut up, too. 
Uh, Kenny says raw fish, gross. Yeah, I, I, I think I might have just thrown myself to the sharks if I had to eat raw fish or like eating the dog. Of course, that would have been like just as bad. That would have been worse actually. Eating raw fish or eating raw dog. I don't think uh, I don't think that would work. No, and it's it's not like he could light a fire to actually cook his food. Savage Sack Lunch says, "How pregnant is that dog right now?" Suggesting he had sex with the dog. Holy shit! There's there's a there's not a story that you guys can't wreck. Uh, raw dog, Kenny says, "My brain went elsewhere." I love how the dog was just there with its tail wagging. He probably thought it was like fun the whole time. Just like loving life, spending time with his pal. There was some psychology expert who said that um, the the dog could very well have saved the guy for the companionship. Otherwise, can you imagine for three months just adrift at sea? I mean, that would make you absolutely crazy. Fuck. You think about how fragile we are mentally. The, uh, the, the littlest, the uh, littlest things spin most of us out. Like, oh no, oh my God, I'm having an anxiety attack. Where's my meds? I know that's me. Uh, Kenny says, that's why Tom Hanks had Wilson on Castaway. No, you're right. You're right. That's, that's an accurate uh, a, a thing that he did there. That's it. That's an important thing that he did there in the film. Uh, Bob says now he can finally deliver those divorce papers to the lady and they can bang. The thing about that movie is it was like two movies. He had when he was like lost at sea and then the, the back half when he comes back to civilization it was all weird. And, uh, the fact that he went from crazy to not crazy. You can uh, you can be lost at sea and completely lose your mind and then somehow get it back. I would never trust anybody who was lost at sea for that long ever again. No. At that point, they're, they're damaged. They're, they're going to need to be institutionalized. Aram says the Wilson scene is incredibly sad and well done. Yeah, I got an anxiety. I had an anxiety attack when... The fucking balls floating away and he's flipping out. I didn't, I didn't like that. Anytime I'm watching something where a person is experiencing person or animals are in any type of peril or they're suffering, which is like all movies, man, I struggle. For some reason, it doesn't it doesn't affect me as much with documentaries, but uh, a lot of times, boy, fuck, I'm a I'm turning into into quite a uh, 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 disorder filled mental quagmire of shit. Quagmire, God, I can't even talk today. Kenny says, I love how he looked at the ice in his glass and marveled at it at the end. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about on Castaway. How do you remember that part? Uh, Thank you, Linda. I'm going to get right after that. That's what I saw today. 
Uh, Linda sent me a link uh, from the interview that I actually witnessed of uh, the mom and dad of uh, the lady in Birmingham, Alabama. It's not agreeing with me as much as I want it to, though. Come on. Come on. I'll keep an eye on it. I'm waiting for it to start playing, but it doesn't seem to want to. Might be something that they just posted. I'll come back to it. Um, that's the woman, of course, who was uh, lost. Lost and then found. Where have you been? All right, moving on. Uh, first off, if you want to hire me on Cameo, you can do it. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Check me out on Cameo. If anybody's celebrating a birthday, or perhaps you've got uh, someone celebrating workplace achievement, uh, whatever it may be, I can make it as uh, fun and ridiculous, nasty, not nasty, as you uh, as you want it to be. Just uh, go to Cameo.com, fill out the form, and send it my way. It's going to set you back 20 bucks. You'll be able to have it forever. It's a lot of fun. I love doing Cameos, and it's been way too long since I've done one. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hello to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. If you're thinking about taking the plunge and buying a home, you need a mortgage. And the first thing you need to do is uh, get pre-approved. So, Reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage from anywhere in the United States. 231-332-6505 today. Uh, whether it's a first mortgage or a 10th mortgage, whatever it may be, they can help you out. Or perhaps you need money out of your home. Um, you can go ahead and uh, do that to get out of paying for a high interest credit card payment. My God. That's what you do. My friends at uh, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, absolutely fantastic, and they want to help you. So reach out to Mario today, and you will be all set. That's 231-332-6505 from anywhere in the U.S. All right. I will come back to the uh, Carly Russell video. I've tried it more than once, and it doesn't seem to be firing on my end. She said, uh, Linda says, that's weird. The link played for me five minutes ago, but it won't now. I'm guessing they made a change to the story or something like that. That that happens quite a bit, especially a fresh story goes up and then maybe legal looks at it and they go up, oh, take that down. Don't do that. That happens from time to time. All right. No big deal. We'll get to it. If not today, we'll get to it. Or if not on this show, we'll get to it on the Patreon. Um, this is going to piss some of you off. Actually, before I get to this story, let me, let me say this. If you are, uh, if you are someone, you know, has a business that you think would be a fun fit for the Eric Zane show podcast, reach out to me, Eric at ericzanecho.com. I have a room for new advertisers. Always. I was talking with, with Bill Simonson about that. And he goes, Hey, how long is your show when you do it? I go, I don't know. A couple of hours. He goes, why is it so long? I go, well, uh, 
If I do, I got to, every time I get a sponsor, the show gets a little longer. It's always been that way because I love that, Eric Zane. I love that. Yeah. So if you want to put yourself in front of thousands of people each and every week, reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com, and I will tell you how the podcast works. Actually, before I get to this next story, I got to bring in the queen of the forest. Fourth time's the charm. Hello? Oh, my God. I called you like four times. I know, and I tried calling you back, but it just went straight to voicemail. Yeah, it's on Do Not Disturb. Oh. I know you hate that, but. Yeah. I should have taken it off, Do Not Disturb, and then I could have I could have talked to you. Yeah, exactly. So, happy uh, wedding anniversary. Yeah. That's right. 31 years ago. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. I was just looking at the pictures again. You look as lovely as always. And you have uh black hair. My hair is yeah, dark brown. Dark I never had black hair, it's always dark brown. Really dark brown. No yeah. gray. Not not a bit of gray. My God. <laughs> and my eyes are like a really light green. I don't know if it was the lighting. I know that the photographer we had was kind of like a ham and agar. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he like a, a pal of your dad's at the fire station? He was, yeah. Yeah, that guy he, didn't know shit. No, he does have a, he did have a business, but I don't, you know, back then I don't know how. Ah, the lighting was all fucked up on some of them. On one of them, I looked like a terrorist. <laughs> oh lord. Uh, Chris from Buffalo. Yeah. Chris from Buffalo says Pooh Bear has the sweetest voice. Aww. That's nice because I hate my voice when I hear it back. You do? Yeah. Yeah, most people do that. Most people do hate their own voice. Sounds weird to me. Yeah, that's a very normal thing. Yeah. So Uh, um, are we going to dinner tonight or what are we going to do? I would love to. Whatever you want to do. Do you want to go to the usual or do you want to do something else? That's what I was thinking about. I don't know. I'll have to think about a little bit later, see what I'm hungry for. Last year, we went to the Chop House, which is a big deal. That's a $300 meal. Yeah, we don't need to do that again. Yeah, fuck that. Let's go to Bosco's. We'll wait till like Chris, Chris says we should go to Bosco's. <laughs> we get Bosco food all the time. That's true. Um, we get sushi or somewhere to get, I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe a little bit more research. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We're, we'll we'll take we'll take suggestions. Okay, that sounds good. Kind of something for like, I like steak, but I don't want like a roast Chris steak or a. No, and then you go to Logan's where you go. Yeah. No. No. Logan's hasn't been that great lately. Really, I haven't been there in years. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. It's I heard it's like getting ready to close. What? Yeah, there's right another one. There's a, isn't there another one across the street, like Texas Roadhouse or some shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. Is that? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Well, I'm gonna go to that. They're the same restaurant. <laughs> Pretty they're, much. They're like connected by a tunnel underneath the road. No, 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 no. People are suggesting Applebee's. Applebee's. People are Gross. suggesting Olive Garden. No, you know I'm not a big Italian person. Yeah, I know that. 
Uh, all right. We'll figure it out. Keep the suggestions coming. Okay. What do you remember? What is the, of that day, of the day, what is the earliest memory of the actual day? Um, well, I remember everything. I remember getting up at Sandy's house, your brother's wife. You do. Jim was, Jim was with you. I don't remember where I was. I think you might have been at your mom's house or something. I don't know where you were. No memory. That was at, yeah. And then I remember getting up and then, but I don't remember where I went to get ready. I guess I just got ready at the church, I think. The first memory I, I have is taking a picture outside when that thunderstorm was rolling in. Yep, I do remember that. Was that before or after? Before. Yeah, that was before. Yeah, I do remember that too. That well, I don't remember that picture being taken because I wasn't out there, but I remember the picture. I remember seeing your teeth. Yep, I remember that very famous line you gave me. Your teeth, I talked about it earlier. Your teeth look beautiful. I remember your dad having to remember your dad crying while he was walking you down the aisle. Yeah, we both were, so we had to do like a retake afterwards. And then I I I got shit faced, but I don't remember much after that. I was uh, I drank a lot of champagne and beer. Do you remember them playing a joke on my dad, telling him he was cut off? Yeah, he paid for all the booze and they cut him off. I remember that. Yeah, that, for, that was funny. Was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I just, I, I wonder about my brain sometimes because there's so little I remember from anything. Yeah, that's true. Very odd to me. Maybe it's the ADHD brain. They don't have good memories. So. Yeah, I, it, it's, it's, yeah, becoming more and more evident that there's issues. I, I think, <laughs> I think, uh, I think I'll, you're going to end up having to take care of me uh, when this, in, you know, a handful of years, this is going to leave. And, uh, you know, I got about t- maybe 20 good years left, and then the, it's going to be dementia time. Oh, boy. Yep. Yep. Have you been following the story of that lady in Alabama who found the toddler, she said? And then, uh, yes. And then all of a sudden she walks home. She disappeared. She disappeared. And then two days later, she shows up back at home. Yeah. Um, so, what, what is your take on that? What, what, what does your gut tell you is going on in that story? Oh. Uh, that it was like all a farce. <laughs> That's what I thought too. I said the same thing, but nobody wants to say that. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's afraid that if they say that, they're going to get in big trouble. I think it's a hundred percent bullshit. Yeah. That, that was so weird. Like, cause I, like her, her car was untouched. Like and no, her phone. and no toddler was found and no one reported a toddler missing. So if it goes the way there's uh, people are suggesting something bad happened, that means there's an abductor on the loose with a child. Right. And no one believes that. So I, I think... And no this, one's had talked about that. Yeah. I think that lady is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And uh, we're going to find out very soon that it's all bullshit. Oh, Lord. Yeah, because I think her fiancé or whatever said she's not. she can't talk right now. She's too distraught or whatever yeah uh people are suggesting hallucinogens for her yeah that she was on some type of hallucinogen yeah that could be 
and then she just got lost or something? This person specifically wrote she was on hallucinogens, hallucinated the baby, realized she had called the cops and was driving, freaked out, ditched the car, was away long enough to sober up. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, there you go. We're off and running on year number 31. But if, wait a minute. This We just finished year 31. So now we're on year 32. Uh, like this is our thirty first wedding anniversary. Yeah. So, so we're work- yeah, so we're working on thirty one or thirty two. Right. But we're not officially thirty one until like four PM. Right. Um and then uh what the fuck was I gonna say? Oh, but we've been together since nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. So that would be thirty four right. years together. Right? It'll be 35 years together in January. Correct. Holy shit. That's awesome. And you were just a wee 18-year-old. I know it. I know it. Just a a wee little skinny little fucking idiot. (laughs) What did you see in me? Because, um, you know, I had no real tact. I don't know. I don't know what you could have found even reasonably attractive because I was kind of a I mean, I'm a douchebag now, but I was kind of a, a much bigger douchebag then. I mean, what was attractive? I don't think you were. I don't know. You were just friendly and cute, and you just, I don't know. You went for cute. You said he's kind of cute. And friendly. Yeah. You looked kind of, like, shy because you would walk by the desk with your hands in your pocket, kind of just scuffing along. Did you say stuffing along? Scuffing, like scuffing your feet, you know, kind of just. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like you were lonely and. Did you say, did you say homely? Lonely. So you felt bad for me? No, I didn't feel bad for you. It just made you cute. Oh, because I was alone and sad? (laughs) Well, I don't know. No, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not judging you for what you're, what you felt. I mean, it's the way you felt. I, I, you know what? I'll take it. Whatever it was, I'll take it because look what I got. No, two bears. Yes. Uh, three kids, two grandkids, four dogs. Her laugh. Ashley says her laugh is the absolute best. We must protect her at all costs. Uh, Ryan, that was from Ashley. Oh. Ryan says she saw penis. According to the conversation at Berlin Raceway. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're here because that, that I'm glad he said that. It reminds me. There was a moment when I was standing up by the fence and everyone was sitting down. And you mm-hmm. and drunk Sarah, uh, she goes, oh, my God. Look at that. It's just sticking out, Diana. And you're like, I know. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. You guys were totally talking about my penis, right? In in like with all those people around us. Well, you shouldn't be wearing that kind of pants. It's just like, might as well just be wearing a thong. They weren't that tight. I don't know why you say that. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, whatever. But I mean, even if it was, you can't just say, oh, wow, look at that. Look at that thing, man. Oh, I can't wait. You know, I mean, I didn't say that. Sarah did. And I disagreed with her. You're like, yeah, I know. And I tell you what, it's a, it packs a punch. Holy shit. 
<laughs> I'm like, Jesus, this is fucking weird. There's people all around us. Ugh. Well, you know, they had earplugs in. All right. <laughs> all right, I love you. All right, I love you too. I'll talk to you later. Okay, I'll talk to you. Bye. Okay, see ya. Bye. See, I'm telling you, I didn't make that shit up. Um... I'm going to go mope around. I'm going to go mope around some stores later. Kenny says, I'm going to go mope around stores. <laughs> Ashley says, you nailed the best lady ever out of pity. Well, thank you. What do you mean by nailed? You mean like nailed? She forgot the cat. I don't know what that means. Chris, Pooh Bear points on the rise. Ashley. She didn't even deny it. LMAO. No, they were they were totally talking about my penis. I'm sorry, it's the pleats, Ron Burgundy. It's actually an optical illusion. It's the padded on the pants. It's not flattering in the crotchal region. Secured and nailed. Yeah, there's been some nailing going on over a lot, a lot of years of nailing. That's a lot of nailing. That's the same nail. Damn it. Um, the fuck was I going to talk about? This is always a point in the show where I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Oh my God. BB Rexa, who I just love. I think that chick is so fucking cool. And I haven't known her any other. I haven't even known who that was. The first time I became a made, made aware of BB Rexa, was in that fucking idiot threw his phone at her fucking head. Which, so many questions. Uh, the guy threw his phone at her head when she was on stage, and it it hit her right in the right above the fucking eye in a big cut. Fucked her up bad. Um, that was horrible. So. I don't know anything about this chick. I just know as she walked on stage, some idiot threw a phone at her. She's super popular. People love her. She seems sweet, nice. But, um, again, I haven't followed this. but So I don't know her history. But I guess there was a time when um, she might have been a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, skinnier, I guess. Which, look, to me, she looks fantastic. Whatever. Okay, here she is, energy, dancing around, beautiful hair, whatever. Yeah, it looks like she's got some power. I mean, if I were like, uh, if we were playing fucking flag football and I needed uh, I needed a little beef up, up front to protect, I might call on BB Rexa. But so what? I mean, she's just lovely in my opinion. I think she's beautiful. I think everybody's beautiful. That's that's the new Eric Zane. Everybody's beautiful. You might be stupid, but you're beautiful. Um, now, I did not have any knowledge that she hasn't always looked the way you see right now, where she's, you know, got a little TJ Hawkinson going on there. Um, but she it was a little lighter at a period of time. And, but I don't think she gives a shit and that's, that's pretty cool. You know, whatever Who gives a fuck. Uh, I think she, she, uh, she asked the boyfriend 
about, hey, what do you think about my weight or something like that? And he made the fatal mistake of being honest. There's a method. There, there's a way to pull this off. If you're dating BB Rexa and she's put on 40, and you're thinking, man, I liked her a lot more when she didn't have the 40. The one way to completely fuck everything up is to do what this guy did. And that is be honest. No, no. You sidestep it when she says, am I fat? Because if she says I'm fat and you go, fuck, yeah, you're fat. It's over. You are dead. First of all, you kick that can down the road and say, I don't know. I don't give a fuck if you were or not. I'd love you and uh, you're awesome. I don't, you're the best. Fuck. I don't know. Why, why does that even matter? You know, you throw all that shit out. But for the love of fucking God, you did not go, yeah. If you do kick that, if you're successful in kicking that can down the road, the only way is, is if she decides she's going to like, uh, whatever, do some cardio or whatever the fuck, who knows? Or, you know, and then maybe, uh, join her in those moments where you're going for a walk. You, you know, you, you don't have a lot of great options. Everything's going to take a little time, but I mean, I don't have a right answer. Uh, as to what to do after that. But I know the one thing that I can say is you, you never, you never ever be honest. Even if she says, be honest, am I fat? You, you don't know. You don't do that. It's your obligation to lie. Look at, see, Kyle will say, the other day, look at his he, his story. The other day, my husband made a comment about me gaining weight. I responded, letting him know he's also no Abercrombie model. See, now you got now you're playing the feud. You don't want to do that. Uh, Kenny says, "I don't know who that is, other than having the phone thrown at her." But she also looks amazing in that picture you just showed. What a dick! Not not me. I'm not a dick. I'm dick free in this. Tyler says it's a crop. Never fall for those spouse tests. Donut dances. Oh no, bad bad mistake. Now she asked him even worse she asked him in text form he answered in text form and then she released the text to like the press <laughs> to fuck this guy up he's dead bb rexa Oh, no, I, she didn't release it to the press. She released it on her social media, which is even worse. BB Rexa shares text message that appears to show her boyfriend calling her out over a 35-pound weight gain. Now, um, full disclosure, 
younger Eric on the radio would do this less wise, younger, stupid. I think I probably did. I remember there was one moment in particular when Diana pigged out on the Rice Krispies treats and I bitched about her eating the whole pan of Rice Krispies treats and I couldn't understand why everybody was calling me a fucking asshole. Give me a fucking break. BB Rexa, taken to Instagram, share a text message she received criticizing her for gaining 35 pounds. The message appears to be from her boyfriend, cinematographer, Kian Safiari, a 33-year-old star, recently climbed the charts with her track, I'm Good, with David Guetta, posted a screenshot of the message to her Instagram story Sunday. The lengthy message, which was originally spotted by Popcrave, explained that the Sender wanted to, quote, be honest with Rexa about her weight. So I don't even know if she asked. I think he just fucking sent it. All right, hang on a second here. BB Rexa seems to have broken up. Oh, good. With boyfriend, whatever his name is, and shares text of him calling out her weight gain. Uh, we don't know if she asked or what, all we know is she posted it and, and then we are now consuming it. This is fucking awesome. He said to her, Hey, I never said you weren't beautiful. And I never said I didn't love you. In fact, I said how beautiful you are and how much I loved you. Now, all of that that you just heard, it sounds good, but that, that, that bounces off a woman when you've said she's fat. It doesn't, it doesn't permeate. It doesn't go through. It hits the defenses. They have the shields up at that point because you're a fucking moron. But I always said I would be honest with you and your face was changing. So I told you it was. That was the conversation we were having and you asked because I care. Would you rather I lied to you? (laughs) You gain 35 pounds. Obviously you gain weight and your face changes. Should I just pretend it didn't happen and that it's okay? Oh, no. Oh, fucking hey. It's getting worse. You asshole. Come on. I gained three pounds and you call me chubs and fat. So what? Doesn't mean you don't love me. Yeah, you're probably uh, less concerned. Because, you know, it's three pounds. I'm sure she's aware that she gained 35 pounds. And I'm sure she's pretty upset that you said that to her. Now you don't have a girlfriend. If you're trying to find reasons to break up, this makes sense, but it's not the only reason. If you're unhappy with me slash yourself slash with life and don't see a future with us, then that's okay. And that's the reason. Don't use something like that to weaponize your anger or anxiety or any. I hate that people use that word so much. Weaponize. Everything's getting weaponized. Ooh, you're weaponizing this. You're weaponizing that. You're weaponizing all these things. Shut up. Uh, To weaponize your anger or anxiety or any insecurity you may have. You know, I always found you to be beautiful and love you no matter what. I think it's important for you to think about things and write things down. 
speak to a therapist and do this retreat thing to get to the root of the problem. Let me know if you'd like to speak, if you need more clarity, love you. Yeah. Fuck off. So what if she likes a fucking quesadilla every now and then you asshole. Holy shit. There are many a guy who would eat her asshole. No problem. And do not give a fuck who would have so much sex with her and she'd burn it all off with the sex they'd have. You dipshit. What a dick. Rich writes, he's probably the only one who's told her the truth and that's why she's pissed. No. Fuck. Not good, Rich. Tyler says she's trying to free market solution him. Rich backs it up by saying, sounds like she's the problem. I don't know. Tyler says, rookie mistake. uh, Quote, be honest with me. Actually means tell me what I want to hear. What a dumbass. Anybody who does what that guy did or like, rich sides with the dude someone who is no good with women does not understand you have to be somewhat girly to understand women you have to really dive into the women's psyche in order to have a successful relationship Uh, Donut Dan says when they start losing weight and don't say a word, then you are really in trouble. Yeah, but you gotta be careful. In fact, I don't know if you want to even voice it in a way that makes it seem like they look better when they've lost weight. I think your best bet is to keep it close to the vest and just constantly Uh, Tell her how beautiful she is like you normally would anyway. And make that the norm. You know? And if you're thinking, oh, man, I liked her better when she was hot. Fucking don't, don't, for, for the love of God, don't voice that. Just subtly, like, you know, I mean, if you want her to exercise or do it together, but don't make a big deal out of it. Don't make it like, like it's a huge priority because she'll feel bad if you do that. You want to fucking just be, you know, normal, a normal human being. It's that's your wife or girlfriend or your partner. I'm glad she kicked the guy to the curb because she can do so much better than a piece of shit who's gonna uh, make those types of comments. That's that's horrible. Fucking moron. Uh, Brandis says, correct. Don't do that either. Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be subtle on this shit. Jimmy's just too much work. Happy to be single. Ashley adds, why do people keep writing things down that are postable? Stop texting rookie. You have to call if you're going to be a dick. Yeah. What an asshole. people stupid come on now i'm glad it happened though now she can get a a dude who's not a piece of shit all right your old pal easy has t-shirts available ericzaneshow.com click on merch get a t-shirt berlin racing 
Berlin Raceway this weekend. The sprint cars are in town. The fastest cars in the track this weekend at Berlin. Tickets are 14 bucks. Buy them online. BerlinRaceway.com. Uh, parking is free. 15 and under free. Bring in a cooler with all of your uh, drinks and snacks. No alcohol. No glass, Sarah. BerlinRaceway.com. So much fun. Head over to the races. Buy your tickets online. If you buy them at the gate, they are $3 more. BerlinRaceway.com. And then there's my pal Dale. Uh, Batting cleanup in the lineup today. or I should say batting last in the lineup from Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. Um, This time of year, a lot of people do that where they'll uh, uh, power wash the deck or the house or the concrete uh, driveway, walkway, maybe pool deck. Uh, have Dale do this. He does an amazing job. I can't stress enough how fantastic of a job he does. I know that because he does our house. Uh, reach out to Dale today at Superior Cleaning and Power Washing, 231-740-4098. That's 231-740-4098 for Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. And if you own a restaurant or you work for someone, you work at a restaurant or you know someone who works at a restaurant, um, they need the uh, hoods above the grill or the or the griddle, whatever, cleaned. Um, and there's only a um, certified person can clean those hoods. Get a clean hood. Have Dale clean your hood. 231-740-4098. And power washing. And I'll feature Dale on trivia today. Unless if he can't do it, but I reached out to him. Uh, yesterday it was serial killer Rex Hewerman, which, man, I can't wait for the book on that one. Oh my God. Uh, today's asshole of the day. Um, if we knew more about Carly Russell, I'd make her, but it's going to have to be BB Rex's ex as your asshole of the day today on the Patreon. I swear I'm going to get to Biden trying to cancel everybody's student debt. Like the, like an asshole, uh, Murdoch update, Alex Murdoch update and, uh, local morons. Uh, locally where I live, uh, like to drag race. And I have video of what can happen when things go wrong. This is a bad deal. Uh, That all coming up on today's Patreon bonus podcast, which you can take advantage of and watch and listen to for free when you go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. A seven-day free trial is yours. Um. Final thoughts, Ashley writes, I had this on my mind all damn day yesterday. (laughs) Now you'll have it today. Kyle writes, why can't we bring glass to the racetrack? Does broken glass puncture tires and cause a crash? I don't know. I would guess because people who drink get stupid and throw uh, glass. 
would throw the bottles onto the track because they're morons. I'm not sure. All right. That's my time today. I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Actually, I have Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer trivia first and then the Patreon. Thanks for being here, folks. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.